Are you currently using steroids? No, ma'am. When's the last time you injected? Uh, Monday. Yesterday. Okay. I threw them all out. I think they messed me up. Mm. It's okay. You probably just have defeated phallus syndrome. We like treat it here all the time. But don't worry, we can change all that. That's what we specialize in here. Penis magic. Dad does. Dad does. Drugs. Dad does drugs. Hello, welcome to Dad Does Drugs. My name's Bob. If you've never listened before, then wow, thanks uh, for picking us up at this juncture. I'm not sure what it would be. Uh, Maybe it would be that we were award-nominated over the summer. We didn't win, FYI. But uh, thanks very much to anyone who nominated us for the People's Choice Podcast Awards, an international competition, and we got into the top ten, and we were shortlisted for the education category, uh, but sadly we didn't win it. But another very good podcast uh, for little girls won. Well done, you. Uh, So, it's been an interesting summer, and uh, I've been at festivals with my son. I'll chat to him a little bit more about that later on. We've... um, done non-podcast stuff and i'm just back on it for three episodes because it is the start of the kind of university term uh, back to college back to university and i had three good guests and i thought let's launch them all now and you can uh, see what you think uh, so the way it works is that i chat to somebody about drugs education drugs awareness and then i have a chat with my son about the interview he has a listen to it and tells me what he thinks the three people uh, that are coming up are world champion bodybuilder today dr ian hendy he's not a doctor of bodybuilding he's a doctor of marine biology uh, but uh, yes he bodybuilds naturally doesn't use steroids but he runs a gym uh, a gym that used to train arnold schwarzenegger so he's properly an amazing physique and an amazing bodybuilder and very passionate about doing it without injecting steroids if you're worried about your son or even your daughter going off uh, to university and being a bit body obsessed and uh, you know super fitness geeky uh, then uh, ian will help you pick out which things you should be concerned about and which things are fine uh, for young people to be doing on the fitness front because there is a lot of drug use there that isn't just about getting high but it's about trying to achieve body perfection and so on uh, then i'm going to have a chat uh, next week to compassionate cop jason q he's someone that i heard speak about a year ago he's really interesting a brilliant policeman uh, and a policeman that has seen so much harm caused by drugs that he wants to do something about it and he doesn't want to just bang everybody up and he doesn't want to just legalize everything on the other way so he's really about trying to think in a nuanced way and think in a compassionate caring way for how to reduce lots of the harm caused by drugs and then my third guest uh, to finish this little mini run uh, will be comedian Jacob Hawley who if you haven't heard of him check him out google him and you'll find on BBC Sounds and probably on any podcast app uh, his podcast about drugs which is called Jacob Hawley on drugs and he is funny and he is interested in what is going on in the drug landscape just like i am but he is 16 years younger than me so that makes him uh 13 years older than my teenage son he's sort of right in the middle there and i think it's interesting to have me as 40 odd year old dad trying to chat to my teenage son but also hearing it sort of from the street from somebody who's not that long out of teenage and has used recreational drugs but has also managed to get a career going and is also branching away from his comedy career into trying to do sort of drug journalism and drug awareness kind of in a similar way to what i am doing too right let's get going dr ian hendy talking about performance and image enhancing drugs specifically steroids and the like
wanted to do something about drugs that was non-recreational, getting high, getting wasted type of drugs, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about what they're known as now, which is performance and image enhancing drugs, because I think, and the evidence seems to suggest, that young people are using them more than ever. And so I'm going to chat to Dr Ian Hendy, who I know because he is the head of conservation at the moment for the Blue Marine Foundation and uh, works at Portsmouth University with my wife where they talk marine biology. Uh, but we're not going to do that today. We're going to talk about uh, your other life as a World Natural Bodybuilding Federation champion. That's correct, yes. I am... Uh, uh, um, hello, Bob, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I'm uh, um, a two-times... Well, bodybuilding champion for the federation called the WNBF, which is the World Natural Bodybuilding Federation. That obviously, natural meaning, I'm assuming drug-free, but is, does natural sort of mean more than just you don't take steroids? So, absolutely. So, uh, um, actually, just going back to your original point, calling them image-enhancing drugs... That's the first time I've heard of that being right. called. So performance enhancing, I've heard of all the time you know, yeah. for sports. But image enhancing is a very interesting new take on it and makes absolute sense, by the way. But anyway, going back to your question. Um, yeah, so it's um, all banned drugs from uh, uh, the sports association called WADA. Now, uh, so anything called pro-hormones that will initiate the production of testosterone. Yeah. So uh, uh, if you have uh, an unequal enhanced balance of testosterone in your system, that will be banned. So any, any supplement that will, that will create that will be banned, uh, which is considered as performance enhancing. Things like creatine, amino acids, protein powders, Natural testosterone boosters, they're not banned. Um, natural testosterone boosters won't actually elevate your testosterone, by the way. Right. You know, so there's a lot of stuff on the market that really you're, you're, you're just pouring money down the drain. And, 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 but, you know, there's a market for it anyway. Yeah. So you run a gym as well. Like, you know, you, you train people. Yes. You run Lugar's gym in Southsea. Uh, yes. And you've been around gyms for years. Are, are drugs around? Absolutely. Steroids are prolific in any sport. Um, you go to any gym, they'll be using them in the gyms, they'll be using them in athletics, they'll be using them in the football field, in rugby. So it's hard to eradicate them out of sport, absolutely. But you go to any gym, they will be using them. Though we... we Obviously, because we, I, I'm, well, my wife and I are both natural world bodybuilding champions. Yeah. Um, we advocate natural training and we advertise natural training only, but there are people that use in our gym and we know that they use and they openly admit that. So as long as they admit that, fine, you know, that's, so they're not hiding it, you yeah. know, et cetera, et cetera. And is it um, illegal? Um, so there's a strange loophole in the market um, so it's illegal to sell anabolic steroids because obviously it's medicinal and, uh, and it's for medicinal purposes, right. but it's not illegal to take them because okay. they are medicines. Yeah. So I think if you're caught selling them, then yes, there will be right. uh, uh, um, implications with the law, but you can take them and use them. It's not against the law to use them. And if you're using them, do you inject? Is that how people take them, or are they tablets? They can. Uh, uh, so people will, will will inject them, and they will also use them orally as well. Yes, okay. and and because that's a bit scary, isn't it? Like if you're, oh, it's frightful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so there's um, testosterone, mm -hmm. and some can be for human use, and some can be for veterinary use. Right. So they'll be literally using horse drugs, you know, that they'll, that they'll dope horses with. Right. Okay. And there will be hormones as well. So there will be insulin. So these are the levels these guys will go to. So they use insulin and also growth hormones. But these are proteins and, and, and these are hormones. So this is a different area uh, um, that 
if you would well it's like any drug if, if you if you take too much of it they will die you know they'll 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 yeah. they'll kill themselves and many many bodybuilders do die because of this use and is that because you know the reason why people die after taking cocaine is normally a heart attack because you know it kind of yeah. raises your heart rate yeah. and your blood pressure and things like that and yeah. if you're a kind of middle-aged plumber that your system can't take yeah, it. Yeah, you're then. not 20 anymore, yeah. exactly. So testosterone mimics the same molecular structure as cholesterol. So what happens is if they're injecting these, 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 these steroids, these drugs, basically what you're going to get what they call arteriosclerosis. So your, your arteries are going to clog up right. um, with what it thinks is cholesterol, but, it, but it's, it, it's testosterone molecules. And so you can get um, tightening of the veins. So you can get arteriosclerosis, hardening of the veins, high blood pressure, um, blood clots, you can get tumours growing, uh, particularly using the growth hormones, and that enlarges your heart as well. So your pericardial space won't increase, but your heart will. So you get a heart squeeze and a heart attack. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, many, many issues. And also your, your lymphatic system can change as well. So your, your brain can swell up and there's all sorts of weird and wonderful, horrible things that can occur. But I'm guessing, you know, you know people in the gym that you use regularly and is it one of those things that like for many people they can use all sorts of drugs quite safely most mm. most people yeah. you know some some ends in tragedy and what have you yeah. but a lot of people can they, take cocaine regularly and they don't have a heart attack and yeah, die and, and I, you know at the gym are there people that you think oh they're using it fairly steadily and safely or? um well, it's it's not a regular conversation that we have, you know. Sometimes it will come up, you know, when we're sort of having a cup of tea and we've just all had a workout and we sort of get chatting and we get on the conversation of steroids, for example. And it will invariably be me, me trying to talk them out of using it and yeah. go the natural road, you know, yeah. because of the benefits of X, Y and Z, for example. But then they argue, okay, well, Ian, you know, I'm your age and my joints don't hurt. And, you know, for example, my knees now are very bad and my elbows are bad through the years of training. But some steroids will counteract that, Yeah, yeah. for example. And they seem to, you know, be like the ever-ready batteries in them. They can go on and on and on and on. But my argument is as well, you're only okay until something does go wrong, yeah. you know, and it's all very well saying nothing's happened to you, dot, 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 yet, yeah. you know, and I, I don't want to be in that yet, you know, so I, I, I'd rather have longevity the other way around and, and just be thinking, well, okay, this is all homegrown and built through hard work. Not that, you know, if you train with steroids, they're not hard work because they're still training hard, Yeah. but being enhanced, I imagine, makes things a lot easier in terms of pain management and recovery right. from workout to workout. Yeah, because I was wondering, we were just chatting before we started recording about, um, you know, our different exercise preferences. So I cycle loads, I do loads of cardio stuff. And I've wondered when I've heard about the Lance Armstrong sort of story and saga as it, as it was unfolding, I wonder if you're just an average person like me that might enter the odd half marathon or might enter a local triathlon, I wonder what effect taking... EPO like Lance Armstrong would have on mm. my performance and I wonder like at the gym if you're just someone that wants to work out to kind of look good you know maybe you do play for mm. a local rugby team I wonder is the benefit like is it really noticeable that you will be able to lift more you'll be able to keep going um, without pain and that sort of thing well so just for the purpose of the listeners you can see me now and if you were to see me you could see yes this is a guy that works out yeah However, um, if you stood me against another guy my age that's been training the same amount of time that's been, say, using steroids for 20 years, they would probably be about 50 pounds heavier than me. Right. So much, much larger. Wow. You know, so much, much bigger. And so, yes, it's... I, I would equate it to having a tape recorder and pressing fast forward for someone that's using steroids as to someone that's not. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Your ability to synthesize protein is greater. Your ability to recover between workouts is much quicker. 
So for example, I can probably just about, I can, I can only just about manage three weight training workouts a week for about 40 minutes. Right. And that's what all my body will allow me to do to, for recovery. Yeah. I still do lots of cardiovascular exercise to keep my heart healthy and eat a very good diet. But someone using steroids could train six times a week, right. every day, yeah. you know, and, and wake up the next day and train again and train again. And the recovery is so much better. So their ability for the muscles to recover quicker, grow back stronger and train again is much quicker. So, for example, what I could gain in 10 years, they could probably gain in three. Right. And if you're, my, my whole podcast has been, you know, dad does drugs. It's sort of about me being a parent concerned about my kids as they go through teenage years and having an honest conversation with them about the drugs out mm. there and uh, so that when they encounter them, uh, they've got a bit of knowledge. And so thinking about it from that point of view, if, if you know, my son goes to university and you know, he sort of suddenly wants to look good. And a, and a lot of that these days is having the right arms for the Instagram selfies and that sort of thing. Then if you start working out at the gym and and start using steroids, you know, quite quickly, I guess you see- You will know. You, want. You, you will know. You will know that there will be a marked difference in that person within months. Right. Now, bodybuilding or making a physiological change in your body takes a long time. Mm. So the catalyst is the workout. So you're breaking the muscle tissue down. The workout doesn't make you bigger. The workout actual fact is catabolic. It breaks the muscle tissue down. The rest, recuperation and the diet, then will enable the physiologically to, for your body to change, for the muscles to grow back bigger. Okay, so that gives you the catalyst. So. For anybody wishing to train drug-free has to have the patience and forethought to think, okay, I want to do this naturally and hard-earned and be proud of what I built. And you can do it. So, And you can build a physique in three years naturally. But those, and they, they will have a baseline of muscle mm. that you keep, okay? But those that will go to a gym within three months and just say, oh, do you know what? you know, Dave over there is looking buff and, and he's getting bigger and much stronger than me. I'm going to start using steroids too to keep up with them. Yeah. Steroids are water-based, okay? So what happens is they'll just get very big and very puffy very quickly. And so that, yes, in clothes, they will look big, but it'll just be puffy and watery. So when they come off the steroids, so you have to cycle them. Yeah. So when you come off the steroids, they'll shrink back down to their original size again. So they're not building any tissue. Ah, uh, okay. So you're not actually building any muscle. So you're, you're, you're slowing the process down. So you're better off starting naturally and keeping natural. So you build a huge baseline of muscle. So by the time you're in your 20s and 25, you have an actual physique of solid muscle that, that, that you could be proud of and say, well, this is all built naturally and this is me. Yeah. And so even if you train or you don't train, you stay as that. Yeah. Yeah. If if you were to use steroids, then not train, you would literally lose all of what you've gained. Okay. And and that that guy that you were saying, you know, the, the guy that's doing the same as you but using steroids is fifty pound heavier. Is is that going to be? Um, is that sort of guy going to lose all of that if he doesn't train, or if if as age catches up with all of us, you know, and, and you know we do slightly less exercise, or we get we find it a bit more achy as we get older? Ab how's your body going to, as you come off the steroids or whatever, will it all disappear? Absolutely, yes. I have many examples. There, there. I won't say his name, but there's a guy in our gym. Um, I hadn't seen him for about a year and we uh, bumped into each other by chance about two months ago. I hadn't seen him for a year. And when I saw him last year, he was about 18 stone or about 115, 115 kilos, something like in weight. So a big, about yeah. my height, a big guy taking steroids. I saw him about two months ago and he was about 12 stone. So he lost about six <laughs> stone. Now, this was because he fell ill because he took too much steroids. His liver and kidneys started okay. to fail him. Right. So he had to spend a lot of time in hospital and he came to 
myself and Claire, because he knows we're both drug-free, we both advocate drug-free training, and we know how to train drug-free and gain muscle and get results. So he's now under our wing, training naturally and drug-free, and now starting to get results and claw back a physique that he wants to aspire to, but he now sees the benefit. But once he became ill, yeah. you know, so he needed that, he, it, he needed that shock, I think, to realize what was going on, yeah. you know, and this is a very, very real threat. You know, people just think, oh, it's okay. It's safe. It's medicine. These things can't harm you. They can harm you. Yeah. There's a, a guy in Southampton, actually, I can't remember the name of the gym, but he died last month for taking steroids. I've had people that I've competed with down the line you hear, I haven't heard of so-and-so or so-and-so, and you found out that they died through heart attacks Gosh. of cocktails of, of drugs, you know, yeah. steroids and cocaine and what else, you know, whatever you know, they would take. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and for a trophy, it's just not worth it. No. It really isn't. Or to look good, it's just not worth it. Because in actual fact, if you're using steroids, A, you look puffy and watery, but if you do it naturally, you actually get a physique, yeah. anatomically correct looking buff, and you actually get leaner with a better six pack without steroids. And the um, idea of like a you know a teenager or you know young person uh, starting to use them, do you get what I associate with them? That you know more likelihood of more spots or acne, or um, does it affect your mood as well? That kind of roid rage. Yeah, If you're prone to being, if a person is prone to being moody anyway, those people will have a higher tendency to have those roid rages you know yeah. where they're very they're very bipolar one minute they're either really really nice and calm or they just explode off the off, off their head really quickly yeah which is the roid rage yeah uh, which is the male testosterone coming through yes they will have acne pretty much most people will have very spotty backs and lots of big spots and very grossly a thing called gynecomostia now, if I can say this in its in its, in its local term, doesn't sound term, good, but go on. Yeah, <laughs> they call it bitch tits. Okay, what that is, gynecomastia. So, if a person injects synthetic testosterone, what happens is your own testosterone will stop producing. Mm. Right. Now, if you have an over and abundance of testosterone your own body will overcompensate to level that out by producing estrogen, which is the female hormone. Yeah. Right? Now, because it starts producing estrogen, it produces so much estrogen that if you have estrogen receptors in your body, and we all do, it will accept the estrogen and start growing female breasts on men yeah and now this can happen in most teenage men because there's sometimes there's estrogen in the water and there's been there's been innocent cases of this of of male adolescents growing gynecomastia or all these female breasts for yeah. drinking water but there's a high there's a high uh, percentage of young males taking steroids with this gynecomastia uh, because of steroids right. and they had to have that it, well, you have to have it surgically removed or you have it for life. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. I think that would put the fear of absolutely. God most... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I mean, for me, for me, there, there are no... There's no plus signs for using steroids. Right. You know, there's no, there's no plus sides of it. There's no... When, I, when, when we're in the gym and we're having friendly debates, and they are friendly debates, you know, and, and, and you know, it's not for me to tell people how you can't use my gym because you're using steroids, you know, and... and, and fine if they want to come in and use it that's fine but that there's no benefit to using steroids and when they say to me okay Ian you know why don't you use it and I say well okay what I, I ask them back why are you using it what tell me what benefit have you got for using steroids when a I, I'm, a, I'm a two times world champion mm. I have a physique where you would like to look like me because I'm without trying to sound conceited. I'm yeah. not big headed, you know. I'm not trying to be big headed, but I, I'm lean. I'm in shape. I'm nearly fifty years old, and you know, look like this, and 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 it's all natural, and, and I don't have the complications of taking these hormones and my mood swings and yeah. thinking every other day, am I going to have a heart attack and you know whatever, you know. Yeah. So there's so many more benefits to not using than to using it. Absolutely.
And um, because you talked about Claire, do are there, are there is there a drugs sort of scene of women using gin? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And yeah, I'm guessing absolutely. it's not steroids, but is it? Is no it... steroids, yeah, yeah. Oh, women, okay. women will use steroids, performance-enhancing drugs, and absolutely they will. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and are and are there other drugs as well that sort of like you know things to help you lose weight and what have you? Are people using other um, cocktail of things? So I, be, I believe there's a suite of different steroids. So there's steroids to gain muscle mass. There's steroids to burn body fat. Right. Um, growth hormone. Through, as, through my friends will tell me will we'll, we'll burn body fat off and get them really lean so yeah. they don't have to diet and they find it funny because they say they can eat burgers and have curries yet they still have a six pack but my argument is well yeah it's all very well you're doing that but superficially you've got no fat but if you're in if you're eating all of that fat that's going somewhere yeah and if you're injecting steroids so you're so you're already increasing your your arteriosclerosis of the fat deposits in your veins and arteries and you're eating a rubbish diet what's going to happen to you yeah you know think about this you know the dangers are there you know and um are there things that that people do that can, sort of can use and do use because like I do you know endurance exercise and so I've got mates when we've done long if you do a lot of training then everyone's got their favorite little sports science gimmicks that they fall for electrolyte powders or this kind of concoction of sports drinks and things so I'm guessing that the gym is full of people with big water bottles full of pink goo that they're drinking there's lots of water bottles full of pink goo and again i'm not i'm not in the gym as often as i used to be although i work at the gym at the weekends and i i train when the gym is closed very early in the mornings to fit my 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 other work schedule in Mm. Uh, but when i am in the gym and i do see people walking around with their huge bottles of pink goo and they, they it is you know yeah. they have their nowadays there's a big thing of pre-workouts which is full of full of caffeine and it's full of amino acids to sort of spike your metabolism etc etc now i train on an empty stomach first thing in the morning without any breakfast i don't i don't drink coffee I, I do have coffee but it's decaffeinated coffee i wake up in the morning i have two cups of green tea and i go to the gym and I, that's me and i have a bottle of water i, I finish my workout and i will have uh, one thing i do do after workout is one red grapefruit because of the natural sugars in the grapefruit will help you recover and you really can feel the difference from not having a grapefruit to having a grapefruit directly after Okay. directly after you have that wind what they call the window of opportunity yeah to have that sugar so you want the simple sugars so directly after you train red grapefruit then about 10 minutes after that some form of protein right because the carbohydrate acts as a vehicle to drive the protein into the muscles for protein synthesis now there is a supplement the supplement market now is huge i will say this most of it you're pouring the money down the drain right absolutely there's baseline supplements, whey protein, yes. Branch chain amino acids, which are the constituents of protein, yes, to aid recovery. There are some forms of creatine that do work, and that's about it. And they're okay, like, if you're entering competitions, absolutely they're, fine. they're, they're all right. Yeah, absolutely fine. And yes. also health-wise, there's no kind of... Yeah, there's been, there's been no studies to suggest... And there's been some long-term studies now, you know, over ten years now. Yeah. That that fine, absolutely fine. So, so if you're if you're thinking, oh, my son is working out loads, and what are all those tubs that he keeps? Yeah, absolutely. Powder out of that's probably all. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, all absolutely. That's... I remember when I first brought my tub, my first protein tub. I, I I started training when I was thirteen, and I think I must have been about fourteen or fifteen. I had a tub of chocolate protein powder. And of course, my mum thought it was steroids. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's protein powder, you know. And, yeah. and 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 you know, I remember taking my first protein drink, thinking I was going to put on ten pounds of muscle, you know. But yeah. it's a protein drink is no, it's a convenient way of of eating uh, a chicken breast. That's all it is. Yeah, that's okay. all it is. It's no different. Yeah. So we were just saying about, or you said you hadn't heard before about um, a performance and image enhancing drugs being the new name. Yes, right. For for all of this, and I think this is 
what I'm what I'm sort of guessing at and why I think it's interesting for us to chat for the podcast is uh, I think there is a whole now generation of kids taking selfies and you know so I, I see it in the press where that you know women want that thin arm you know if you're taking a selfie of yourself in your nice sleeveless dress you want that kind of mm. thin arm that is almost unattainable for most women and then guys want a shoulder that is sort of round and, and yeah everything in a certain way do you notice that in the gym do you see a lot more younger people yeah. working out is there a, a more of an appeal uh, um i will say this now for every one picture you see on instagram facebook or whatever other media they use they've probably taken about 50 or 100 before that to get their best picture yeah and uh, most of it will either have a filter or they be air, they will be airbrushed. Right. Absolutely, in a million years, um, and so social media has got a big impact on that. And I do see that more now. Where um, to use that dinosaur phrase, you know, I, I'm old school. Now I I was in the gym yesterday, and there was a young lady training, and she every single exercise she did she was setting up her camera to film herself to get ready to post on her instagram feed now that's not my idea of training you know you train in the shadows and and so i'm I'm, what that got me to thinking thinking who's she training for is she training for herself or for the people that want to watch her train online yeah you know that there's there's a difference there and so it depends where these young people, what their motivation is. If they want to look great, if they want to have a beach beach body, you know, they want to have a six pack, they want to be lean, they want to go on the beach and look good. Fantastic. That's great. Got yeah. no problem with that. But do it with conviction and do it so that they're not worried about what their next door neighbor is doing. In other words, so they're not chasing that here, look at me, look how good I look. Do it so it comes from within. You yeah. know, that, that's, and that's how you get real results, really. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is there much, if you join a gym these days, you know, if you join a gym, you know, a sort of a bodybuilding type gym, you know, you're going to go and use the free weights and you're going to work out. Do, do people talk to you about? All the time. Uh, and, and so for good, you know, is there, are there, there kind of coaches and people there talking you through what you're doing and how what's your program and that sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, to, so keep people... So I'm always correcting people with their training. My wife, Claire, is always correcting people with their training. We, we, we are actual personal trainers and we have coaches there too. And we advocate... Uh, uh, so it filters down from myself and Claire to our other personal trainers within the gym. So we advocate a certain style of training, which is very hard. Um, it's very hard training, but it gets results. And we turn people away if they want to use steroids. We actually do do that. So we, we, we've had long-standing people that train in our gym for over 20 years that have used steroids on and off. Yeah. Um, we don't turn those away. They're, they're our friends and it's fine. And yeah. we kind of have this... Uh, good and evil battle between <laughs> yeah. why are you using why don't you use that type of thing but we do get people coming in actually asking us if we sell steroids and things and we yeah. just turn them away and just say look this isn't the gym for you if you want to come and train here fine but you train naturally and we will build you a physique and we will make you realize and reach your goals naturally and drug free yeah but you won't be using steroids here and you won't be selling them here or buying them here I worry about the like the university gym. I think I just read something recently about um, there's a report all about s- the selling of drugs on social media. You know that's where a lot of young people will get any drugs these mm. days. A lot of cannabis might be you know the snap might be on Snapchat when you're you're at university. And I think um, you you can probably buy any chemical you like on the internet, can't you? So you can yeah. buy you know some yeah. Chinese made. Uh, synthetic yeah. Uh, yeah. steroids made in a bath or something someone shared you know yeah, uh, yeah. so people can get it uh, and then probably offer it round it, it must be quite available or easily I would have thought yeah uh, it is it, it's uh, you can buy it online you can buy it on the guy in the street it's just everywhere it's everywhere I was talking to some very high influential fr- uh, friends in bodybuilding, actually, about 
a similar subject about drugs in any sport. So we were, we were actually talking about the Olympics. Yeah. And we were talking particularly about the 100 meters sprints. And, and, and I was saying there's nobody in that final. There's probably nobody in, even in the heats that are drug free. They're all, I would say, everybody's on it. You know, they're all on it. And I would argue then why not, and, and controversially then, if they're going to use it anyway, why not legalize it, but have a doctor to administer it and monitor it if they are going to use it. Mm. But the problem is, of course, is then the extended sports, such as the bodybuilding and the gyms, where it's a black market, that's not monitored. Yeah. And people are dying. Yeah. People are dying all for the purpose to look good. That's, if you actually think about it, that's ridiculous. When you can actually look good and look just as good, and if not better, without using it. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of two different worlds, isn't there? Because yeah. um, the, the looking good side of it, I mean, people do stupid things, you know, buy cheap Botox kits or, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, don't they? yeah. So there's all sorts of crazy beauty enhancement yeah. stuff that people... But again, social media. Social media has brought that on and... and, and yeah. End up with lips the size of uh, footballs yeah. because they they get yeah. some kind of dodgy. But you infection. can be your own self-made model now. You know, you can build your own profile online. You can promote yourself, and you can be your own famous person with your hundred followers. You know, and the, yeah. then of course there's and I've never watched them. It's the reality TV shows that are on. I've never watched one episode. Is it the only way is Essex and there's another Chelsea yeah. one and there's so many of them now where. Where, where, you know, they're all enhanced in one way or another, I imagine, yeah. you know. And, and, and Well, Love Island is the thing that I think is, is massive for uh, and kind of gets this criticism of creating an image that every young man looks at all of those uh, similar mm. young men who are going on ITV prime time, wandering around in their swimming trunks all day with this kind of... That's what a 20-year-old should look like. Yeah, yeah. six-pack and, and things like that. But, yeah. And so then they want that, yeah. and they need it by this summer because otherwise they're, yeah. they're not going to be able yeah. to go to Ibiza with their mates and look the same. Yeah. So I guess that's, that creates the demand for it all, doesn't yeah. it? So I, I can go on my experience in Portsmouth. Now, back in the 90s, there was my gym. My gym's been there for about 35 years, maybe 40 years now, yeah. previously owned by a person called Bob Woolgar who discovered Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it has yeah. a lot of pedigree. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so we're a sole trader gym and we're a proper gym. You know, it, it, when you imagine a gym, it, it's, it's dark, it's full of iron and you go there to work hard. Yeah. Right? And at the time, I think there were two other gyms that were of similar standing like my gym. And that was it. And that was what, that, that was in Portsmouth. Yeah. But now... There's Roco, there's Fitness First, there's the gym called The Gym. I mean, I think there's probably 10, 15 gyms that I call supermarket gyms, yeah. right? Now, I actually don't consider them as gyms, right? A gym is where you go to work hard, it's gritty, it's, it's hard, you know, it, it's blood, sweat and tears, quite literally going to a gym, working out hard to get the results you want, to physiologically change your physique. Yeah. It takes a lot of hard work. Now, those bigger gyms won't have staff. They're unstaffed, which is why they're so cheap for membership fees, yeah. right? So they can charge £15 a month because they're not staffed, they're unmanned. Now, if you don't have a pedigree of staff working there with knowledge and sound advice to advise these youngsters and sort of say, no, Johnny, you do it like this. This is how you squat. This is how you train. This is a structured routine with a diet to help you enhance your musculature and build muscle and gain weight naturally. If there's not, if that is, if, if they don't, if that infrastructure is not there, as most of these gyms are now, so they're not staffed, and the only person they have to advise them is the person that's that's training and taken steroids that's been training for six months and say this is how you do it this is how i've done it yeah. and that's what happens i have to venture into commercial road every now and then and there's a lot of those big gyms around in that area 
And I can see very young men in their early 20s with very rounded shoulders and deltoids, very rounded shoulders and deltoids, that quite frankly, you can't get that big with that little of training. Because obviously they haven't been training that long. You, can't, you just can't yeah, get yeah. that big that quickly without being enhanced. And so I find it shocking. Mm. A, it doesn't look good or look anatomically right, but B, what harm are they doing to themselves for the future? Yeah. There's, a, there's going to be a big cohort of people that are going to be in a lot of trouble in 10 years or 15 years from now. I think there's going to be more to come in the news. Yeah. I think it might go full circle. You yeah. know, that, that's my prediction. And it is weird what you were saying about the, the professional world with sport where... I'm not sure what I think about it either. So obviously if you use a, a banned substance, then you're straight out and you might never be able to sprint again. Whereas some of our athletes in rich countries like, like the UK, you know, we pour all this lottery money in. You've got people like Mo Farah who gets an oxygen tent to sleep in to mimic being at altitude. And you, yep. the, you know, the, the Brownlee brothers had these special yep. swimming belts and, and yep. a pool installed in there in their house and I sort of think well how is an oxygen tent different to just injecting a bit more yeah. hemoglobin in yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, of, yeah I don't know, you know, I don't yeah, know where, where, where do you draw the line of what's performance enhancing yeah I agree way back uh, was it was it the oh 88 Olympics it was around that time when Ben Johnson yeah he was 88 soul it was 88 I remember as a young lad I fell off my chair in exasperation how fast he ran Mm. right I remember watching a program about the IOC the International Olympic Committee and they had this guy with a pixelated face and, and and they said that particular race only Ben Johnson was ousted, shall we say, because at the time, if you remember, he wasn't a household name, was he? He no. just came up through the ranks very quickly. Yeah. But there were other athletes, and I guess I should be careful who names I shall probably won't say, but there were other, there were four actually top name athletes other than Ben Johnson that were tested positive. Yeah, I'm sure I've, I've read a book, I think, called The Dirtiest Race in History or yeah. something like that, saying what, that that race yeah. was full of it. So there, there, were four, there were four other top-name athletes. One of them was an idol of mine, UK athlete. The other one was an American who actually won four gold medals at the time. Now, the UK athlete, in actual fact, was getting on in years. So... And his times were getting faster and faster as you get older. Now, you know as well as I do, you don't get faster, you don't get leaner, you don't get stronger as you get older. Yeah. I certainly don't. Yeah. I'm, each year I'm losing muscle mass and I'm a, a measurable percentage weaker than I was the year before right. because the testosterone levels go down, your injuries creep in, you, get, you, you, you just deteriorate, and as you should. That's yeah. natural biology. But there were certain athletes, as they were getting older, were getting faster and quicker. That doesn't happen. And, it, and, 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 and one of the athletes had all the symptoms of using steroids. They were full of acne and, and right. you know, and, and, but they didn't get reprimanded. Okay. Now, I believe it was all to do with money. I believe it was all to do with uh, um, uh, sponsorship. Uh, so there's a lot of money worth to the governments, of course, and I think there was lots of payoffs. Yeah, so yeah. that's what happens in that high-end sport. You know, and poor yeah. Ben Johnson, you know, probably knew the score as well about the others, but he didn't want to snitch, shall we say, and, yeah. and he got a 9.79 or something, didn't he? You know, yeah, it was, yeah. you know, anyway. No, it's interesting. Though. Yeah, very interesting. Like like most things, it's a funny, there's a grey area and... Uh, I haven't really got a, a, a great agenda on this other than I was just interested. In yeah, it's just an interesting take, uh, avenue of that. You know, there were, I think one year, um, well, there was a swimmer as well. Um, and th- they were pointing the finger at him because apparently he was using growth hormone. Uh, an Australian guy because he had something like size 15 feet. Right. Which were acting like fins yeah, yeah. in the water. And some doctor said that you can only get those extremities so they call it giantism through the hands and the feet you only get that 
type of through using overuse of growth hormone right. deliberately so yeah but i don't think there's a test for growth hormone because it's naturally occurring in the body okay all right it's really interesting thank you very much for talking to me about it does it scare you the the prevalence of um drugs in gyms and things or do you think uh, um, it's not a big a big it, worry for people I've, I've trained all over the world and i've particularly I've trained all over the states there's a, there's a there's a huge percentage of users in the states a huge percentage um in the uk if i'm going to give a sound bite of advice to anybody that wants to go training and train properly go to a soul trader gym don't go to the supermarket gyms where they're unmanned and unstaffed this is where i see a high percentage of people you know, anecdotally saying, here, Dave, do you want to use this? It's, it's not harmful. It's yeah. fine to use. It's fine. I've been using it for years. And look at me. I'm okay, aren't I? You know, yeah. so there's that type of thing going on. Whereas if you go to a gym that's got a pedigree and got a reputation where you get instructors working there that, that, that know the score yeah. can advise properly, you know, so we can advise and just say, look, if you're going to come to this gym, this is how you train because it's all about the training and it's all about eating proper nutrition to get the results you want as you first experienced when you first were interested when you picked up a muscle magazine, you know, and you yeah. think, oh, I want to look like that rather than thinking, I, I want to look like that. So my next stop is going to the chemist. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I first realized of drugs in sport was, was about eight years into bodybuilding and I was horrified. I was actually horrified that it actually existed. You know, I didn't, I didn't, had no clue, you know, and it was just shocked. Yeah. So yes, the answer is yes, I am shocked. Particularly now, as I say, when I go down to places like Commercial Road and you just see guys that, uh, and, and I can just sit down in the coffee shop and say, yeah, that they're taking something, they're taking something. Yeah. And every fourth, yeah, yeah, every fourth guy I, I can see, go, yeah, you're definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. Right. Young faced people, but with, you know, my size, you know, yeah. so, well, I've been training 35 years. It's taken me to get this big at least. And, and you got, you know, how's that possible? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, thank you for um, talking. So um, when you leave here, having had your herbal tea, what's on the menu? What, what stage of uh, the kind of cycle of training are you at the moment? So the cycle of training I'm at the minute. So I, I'm in recovery from injuries at the moment. I'm just been what they call on a bulk up. So, a year and a half ago, I won the World Championships, the World Drug Free World Bodybuilding Championships, which was on a very strict diet for a long time, as you can appreciate, so yeah. burning the body fat. Um, then I went off my diet and reversed dieted, so to gain some weight back on, okay. which I did. And that took me up, so that was about a year to do that. So it takes a long time, natural yeah, training. Yeah. So it's a very long process. So that took me to Christmas last year. And now I've been dieting since January of this year, well, I was about 17 stone at Christmas, but big and out of shape. Right. And now I'm diet. Now I've been dieting. On, I'm, I'm probably about 15 stone now. So trying to lose the body fat to get fitter again and okay. healthy, um, just to take the pressure off my joints. So I'm dieting. So I should go home to some uh, weighed out chicken, a bowl of rice, and lots of broccoli with some good fat sprinkled over the top of it. <laughs> so that'll be me. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, well, it's. Really interesting and eye-opening, so thank you very much for your time, I've enjoyed Bob, as an absolute pleasure, happy to talk anytime you want to about sports and drugs in sports, anything, yeah, anytime you want to have me again, I'd be glad to. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, thanks Ian, that's great. My pleasure.
Hello, welcome back. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do see each other every day in family life, but welcome back to the podcast anyway yeah. for the uh, me and Credence chat at the end bit. A slightly different one to ones that we've done before. What did you make? Have you met Ian before? I think I have, yeah. What did you think of all that? It was quite interesting. Um, like all the performance of drugs, like how many people like use them in gyms, like almost like loads of people use them. Mm. Well, that quite interesting. Because I don't see that much. You go to a gym uh, to CrossFit, and my generation thinks your generation is all vain and taking photos of themselves for Instagram yeah. and things like that. What's it like at the gym? Well, it's less of like a gym where you kind of go there. It's more like classes there, but you can just use it free, but like as in without a class. But it's mostly classes, so I don't see much of that. I think it's mostly like pure. Right. Are there mirrors everywhere? No. Okay. And people haven't got their phones out no. filming themselves? No. They haven't got their phones out filming themselves. Has anyone offered you any steroids yet? No one's offered me any steroids, <laughs> no. Uh, do you think uh, anyone there looks like they're on steroids? No, I don't think so. No. You do go to a teen group, so uh, it would be hoped. But there must be some older people yeah, around. Yeah, the adults just after us. Right. So. They don't look like they're no. pumped up. <laughs> Well, I think it's an interesting uh, thing to be aware of. I, I, I've never, no one's ever offered me any. And for a little while, I went to the gym with some regularity when I was at university and things. But I think there probably are people that get caught up in it, and uh, it's good to look out for people, keep them safe. The scary thing, I think, is the fact that some people inject drugs, which just seems like a really heavy level of. Well, just a heavy thing to be doing to yourself if you're not a doctor and you don't really know what you're doing and you've bought some stuff off the internet and now you're injecting it. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of risk involved in that. One other thing I was going to mention was our clubbing trip because we listened to one previous episodes. We talked to um, the organiser of Boomtown and then we went to Boomtown over the summer and went yeah, out. Yeah, that was fun. Went out raving in the uh, psychedelic forest. <laughs> it, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really fun. And what did you make of that kind of atmosphere? Your little sisters were packed off to bed in the campsite and then me and you went out again quite late. Uh, it was quite leery, but did you uh, enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. There's some quite funny people just wandering around. Yeah, an interesting taste of nightlife. I don't think I ever... I, I never I witnessed... I the mushroom on his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever witnessed that sort of nightlife when I was only 14, so... Uh, yeah, a bit of an eye-opener. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, uh, next week I think you'll enjoy it because you're still keen on being a policeman and my guest next week is a really interesting yeah, policeman. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good. Yeah, we'll do it again next week. Cool. Yeah. Harder, better, faster, stronger.